Ivan, good to have you here again. Thanks for joining us. Great to, great to be here as well, and uh, it's been another great quarter for Arbor Realty Trust. So what has changed over the last three months since we last spoke? Have there been uh, any types of uh, you know, warrant, uh, you know, uh, noteworthy changes in the housing market? Because it seems like it's still a rock. Listen, I think the sectors we're in, the uh, multifamily housing market, the single family market, it's as strong as can be. I mean, you have an enormous imbalance of uh, supply and demand. Uh, there was some concern, as you know, with some dislocation of, uh, of lumber and other commodities. But as we can all see, that's going to come to an end. And uh, the demand is strong. And as, as long as we can get the supply out there, I think it's going to continue to be a very, very strong period of time. And the outlook for 2021 is really, really strong. And I also think it's going to trend right into 2022. From the supply and demand perspective, there's a shortage of supply for housing for much of the past year as demand was soaring. Has there been a better equilibrium reach today? I, I think there will be. Um, I think, as you know, people backed off because of lumber, people backed off because of labor. Um, I see lumber, as you know, is coming back to reality. And uh, by September, I think it'll be at the right levels. And it won't be a disruption. And the issue really is getting back to work and labor. Labor has been scarce. And uh, I think as September rolls around and people come off the CARES Act and we end like what I call our last hurrah, people are going to enjoy the summer. Uh, and then come September, they're going to get back to reality. Once they're back to reality and uh, commodity prices are in place and labor's in place and supply chain is in order, um, I think it'll be uh, uh, the supply chain will get back in order and you'll start to see housing delivered. And maybe over the 12 month period after that, you'll see demand and supply get more to equilibrium. So the last hurrah, it seems like there's another leg here before things cool down to put it simply, is that fair? Well, I mean, the last hurrah, the last hurrah of things being a little abnormal. Um, I mean, it's abnormal for an environment like this not to be able to have commodities in your hand. It's abnormal not to be able to have uh, labor uh, available to you. That's what I mean by the last hurrah. I think the, the issue of COVID, the issue of this dislocation, that will come to an end. The supply chain will get back to normal. Wages will get back to normal. Labor will get back to normal. And supply will get back to normal. I mean, the last hurrah is that people are going to enjoy the rest of the summer, um, work remotely. Um, but come September, I think you'll see a full normalization and people get back to the way life used to be with some adjustments. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how the government uh, and its uh, bond buying program has played a role in this business. Uh, not only are we talking about the Fed's policy is helping keep yields uh, contained right now, which can help facilitate mortgages, but they've also for a long time included agency mortgage-backed securities as part of their bond buying program. And there's been some language building uh, that uh, maybe they can draw that down as part of their first efforts. Does that uh, have an effect on your business as a, a big Fannie and Freddie Linder? Walk me through kind of what your thoughts are from the Federal Reserve and, and the, the role of those particular bonds as part of their big program here over the past year. Well, what it did is provide liquidity in a time of panic, and that made our business phenomenal. And it was very, very low dislocation. And as the uh, environment's getting back to normal, uh, they're going to pull back and you don't need their support. So I think the Fed did a really good job and Fannie and Freddie did a great job of providing liquidity to the market. And I think their liquidity is not as as important today. 
So I think things are returning to normal. I think that during this period in uh, 2020, when there was huge disruption and dislocation in the marketplace, Fannie and Freddie did a great job. The Fed did a great job. And that's one of the reasons why Arbor Realty Trust was uh, an outperformer and had one of its best years. If the Fed says that this will be a place for them to start trimming their purchases in BS, do you expect that to affect your stock? I don't think so at all. I think there's more than enough liquidity. Uh, I think we did exceptionally well before COVID. Uh, we certainly excelled uh, in COVID, and I think we'll get back to where we were. We're really well positioned. There's a lot of liquidity, rates are low, and uh, we expect to have a phenomenal 2021 leading into 2022. And I think the Fed should uh, step back a little bit and let the market equilibrium return to normal and do it gradually. Okay, uh, earlier this week on uh, uh, Monday, we you announced a, a public offering of about 6 million shares of the stock. Proceeds of about $112 million. What do you plan to do with that? And uh, could I explain to me the timing here for taking advantage, I guess, of the elevated stock price? Sure. Well, first, we've been doing a lot of debt and equity offerings uh, for the year, and that's basically to fund our pipeline and fund our business. Our business is growing extraordinarily well. The $100 million is fully allocated. Um, and our balance sheet has grown from the beginning of the year of uh, around $5 billion up to about $7 billion on our balance sheet. So we're funding our growth, and every dollar's, uh, every dollar's accretive and every dollar's accounted for. So we're very, very much in a great position to be able to add capital at attractive prices and add the capital that's accretive, and which will help grow our dividend. And as you know, our dividend has continued to grow quarter by quarter by quarter. We've raised our dividend, I think, four or five quarters, six quarters in a row. It's unprecedented in this environment, and we still see a lot of growth within our business. So we need the capital. Uh, the capital came to us very easily and at very attractive prices, and I think it's going to help grow the company and grow the stock price. Ivan, right now, are there obvious places that have untapped potential, whether it is a particular type of housing or, uh, or, or regionally uh, areas that haven't seen the same type of boom? Like, where is there still juice left to be squeezed uh, that stands out to you? So, as I, I think, as I mentioned last time on our call, the single family built to rent for the communities, mm -hmm. great space. Uh, there's a lot of juice left there. A lot of efficiencies, a lot of demand. Uh, we're the leader in that space. Uh, and uh, we think that that's where uh, there's a lot of expertise required, a lot of juice. On the multifamily side, I think there was a huge gap with uh, the you know with potential deferments on rent. That's starting to lease up. There's still a lot of transitional loan opportunities. So on all our business lines, it's just huge, huge opportunities. Uh, one of our business lines on the single family origination side, if rates come down, that's gonna continue to boom. It depends where we rates are. Right now, the 10 years is a very, very attractive rate. Um, so I think in every line of our business, we're seeing extraordinary opportunities and a lot of juice left.